today I have a story for you, Mike. Uh, I love stories. Yes, this is a true event. And this is one of those stories that, you know, I'm not sure if it's actually going to be entertaining. But I, I, I got... We'll find re- out, because we, <laughs> we are adamantly opposed to proofreading jokes on this podcast. Absolutely. And I didn't dare tell you about it beforehand, because then you would have scolded me for it. So so this is a thing that I'm not going to want on the podcast. No, 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 no. I'm sure you will find it very enjoyable. Okay. Um, so uh, the reason I thought of this story is because today, this week was the painting episode where we decided to paint this week. We sure did. We are artists now. Yes. Um, but anyway, what I painted reminded me of this story and I realized that I had always wanted to tell it on the show and I, I never have, and this happened like two years ago at this point. <laughs> oh, wonderful. Perfect. Timely. Excellent. So I think it was actually, I think it was a little bit before the pod, we started the podcast. Uh, if I want to say for sure, I'm, I'm going to say it was probably like May 2018. That's a very specific time for a guess. No, I remember because it was before I graduated college, okay. but after we decided to do a podcast. <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay, that is very specifically May 2018, but yeah, okay. Yeah, April or May 2018. So I was just about to graduate, um, and one day on our college's Facebook group where all the students just kind of like talk and message and talk about stuff. And hang out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then those three weird kids that don't know what goes on Facebook <laughs> signal to the, everybody else in the, in the campus accidentally that they're not the people to hang out with. Sure, yeah. Um, one person who I had never met or ever heard of posted on uh, the Facebook forum one day that he was doing a Twitch stream, and during his stream, he's going to give away a free Nintendo Switch to one lucky watcher. And I was Holy like, "Holy shit, that's pretty damn cool!" That's right? That's like a legit giveaway. Yeah. yeah, that this is like a year after the Switch came out, and I was like, in my head, I was like, maybe I could do this and win a Switch. And I already had a Switch at that point, so I thought I'd give you the Switch. Oh, okay. Which, I mean, I would lo- I would have loved it. Yes. And given the fact that I actually had to pay for my damn Nintendo Switch, I'm willing to bet this doesn't work <laughs> yeah, out Yeah, you know favor. how this story goes, but yeah. <laughs> I-, I will tell you the story because I did give it my all. Okay. So, the day was coming close and closer and closer, and he kept posting about it, and it was getting no notices or no likes, and I was like, great, less competition. <laughs> so, the only person to go on. Yeah, I hear you. Here's what happened. I made seven Twitch accounts. Alex, <laughs> this is a lot of dedication for one random dude's Dude, stream. I, I wanted to do this for you. <laughs> and I wanted to see if I could get it. He didn't. Okay, continue. So you made seven separate accounts. Yes. Which is more dedication than I put into any sweepstakes ever. I was impressed with myself. I, I really I really went all out for this that one. That took dedication. Yes. And I made sure each one was a little different, a little unique. And then the time came. I joined the stream. It was my seven accounts. The guy who was streaming, and then one more account. Oh, so you're set. You're set. So I was like, fuck, I got this. Did he just cancel the giveaway at this point? Because that's what I, I would do. I'll get to it. Yeah. So, you know, we're all just like, uh, we're all, me and one other person. <laughs> Which is probably him, just yeah. with a separate account. Are yeah. watching. I'm commenting from, like, all my different <laughs> accounts. It's just, like, seven laptops. It's like it's like the National Treasure sequence where yeah. there's just, yeah, computers everywhere. Yeah, and, and it, I'd say, like, probably about two hours had passed at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember the game he was playing. And then he was just like, all right, I think it's time I, I give away the Switch to everyone, to, to someone. And I was like, great. So he's probably just going to, like, pull a random name out of a hat or, or something, you know, based on, you know, who's in the stream. And he just literally, he looks over to the stream and he says, 
you know what? I'm going to give it to this one. The only one that wasn't me. <laughs> which oh, made that's me agonizing. instantly think this was a setup. No, it's got to be a setup, right? That, that, that has to be setup. bullshit. That was a setup. That has to be like this guy thought this was going to be the thing that launched his viral Twitch stream every single week and then saw seven people sign up for it. And he was just like, I got to make my own account. I, I don't even think he fucking... Because that account was on before I was there. Yeah, so it's bullshit. So I think it was just like... And it was actively commenting while he was playing. So I think it was someone like, you know, that was partnered up with him. Or maybe he just wrote a code. That's a thing that people can do. That seems like too much work than to just ask someone like, hey, can you just, you know, watch my stream and okay. like comment? I mean, yeah, but he shit. asked a lot of people to watch his stream and that sure didn't work. I mean, I get it. A one in eight chance... To lose is reasonable. It could have just been luck of the draw. No, it's bullshit. But the fact that he actively selected a name and didn't, like, randomly choose one. Yeah. Like, he just looked and said, I'm going to pick that one. Yeah. Made me think that might have been a setup. And also, it gave me zero guilt about um, the fact that I was literally the only other person <laughs> watching this stream when Alex, he thought he had almost 10 people. He bamboozled you into getting you a a, a damn into watching his stupid stream. And I bamboozled him into thinking people were interested. Yeah, well, I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure he, when he logged back on and zero of the seven yeah. people he t- that, that tuned I'm, in. I'm, I'm sure I'd call that an even trade. Anyway, that's my story for this week. I've been trying to tell that story for two years and then kept forgetting about that's it. That's such bullshit, dude. I'm, I would have sued the guy. I don't know if there's grounds to sue someone on sweepstakes rules. Dude, I had no evidence and I was not in exactly innocent. What do you mean you're not exactly in his end? I was no rigging rules. the game to my advantage. There's no rules against rigging the game. Is that Was that a rule? No. Okay. I don't know. I'm just saying it, well, I wasn't like, I wasn't squeaky clean here. I mean, you probably, I, I, I don't know. And if I was, and then I lost, it would have been like, oh, it was a 50-50 chance. I mean. That would have been more reasonable for me to think like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. He, like honestly, you probably gave him much more competition than he ever expected Woo-hoo. with just those seven accounts. Uh, oh, man. Well, anyway. first, first of all, advertising, I don't know. Do people advertise their Twitch streams on college Facebook sh- uh that was the only one I'd ever seen. Yeah, I gotta imagine that that doesn't work out for you too well. No, it, it's hard enough to advertise no for like, up. It's hard enough to advertise for like you know singing competitions or improv shows on college Facebook pages, let alone freaking your Twitch stream. Yeah, I mean the dude thought he had incentive, so he was like, "All right, great." And also his banner for the event was terrible, and I was like, well, he deserves it. What was it? Was it just Johnny's Twitch stream? It it was just, like, a picture of, like, a Nintendo Switch ad with, like, his, like, like, in, like, Comic Sans on the side, like, the URL and his, like, and the date. Oh, that's painful. Give it away live at the event. That's rough. Of a lifetime. That's real rough. Welcome back to the Weekly Undertaking. I am the teller of random stories, Alex. And I am the victim of these stories, Mike. I mean, that was, it's a pretty interesting, that was a good story. I mean, it was all right. It was all right. It was okay. I don't really see how it relates to the theme of this week's episode. Well, no, no, no. You see, the reason it relates is because I remember very vague specifically that when I was watching the stream, I had saw seen something in the background that I ended up painting this week, and it kind of oh. clicked for me. All right. It's a stupid connection, but it is a connection. That, all right. I mean, it's a very, yeah, like you said, a very painful uh, segue, but this is the uh, this is the show where we do different things every week and, and then talk about them live-ish on air. Yeah, you took my half of the slogan I'm thing. sorry. I'm sorry. I, I keep forgetting we have... 
We have three lines each week individually. It's and all I right. Keep, I keep stealing. It's yours. all right. It's all right. All right. Today's date, if you're listening to this the day it went up, is August second, two thousand twenty. Wow. And if you go to our Instagram page at Weekly Undertaking on this date, we will have uploaded pictures of the paintings that we are going to show each other this yeah. episode. As Alex has mentioned twice now, the challenge this week was to paint a picture. Now, Alex. You are you were an art major, so I'm assuming you had ample uh, experience with painting things. I mean, once an art major, always an art major, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's a inevitable despair that eats away at your soul slowly. Yeah, I mean that's what you pay for. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that's what you're giving your money for. Yeah, uh, so I'm assuming that you have had some painting classes and things like that, right? As I mentioned last week, and I'll clarify again, out of all of the primary disciplines of visual arts. Painting was the one I struggled with the most and the one in which I firmly do not believe I'm skilled at in all at all. But I do really love it. And some of the best art pieces I've ever seen have been paintings just because of what someone can do with them. The texture and the building and the working with paints on a canvas can just be so magical if done correctly. Uh, I, I apologize if you said that last week. I generally don't listen when you speak. Um, but, <laughs> okay. uh, I, I, I think I remember you saying something like that. Uh, you're more of a digital guy. I am generally speaking not art man at all. As the longtime listeners of this podcast know, when it comes to anything visual – Alex wins the challenge every freaking time. <laughs> and then when it's anything else, it's usually Mike. Yeah, not I would that's a that's a big that is way too generous. Dude, I'm I'm giving it to you. Take it. I mean, sure, why not? Um I mean, yeah, if you're giving it to me, I'm I'm not complaining. But yeah, uh the way these art challenges normally go is Alex puts his whole effort in and it's incredible and it's he he makes a masterpiece and I try my best so this is going to be i'm I'm assuming this is going to be similar to that (laughs) well thank you mike and i'm flattered i don't personally believe i've made any masterpieces yet in my entire life well we'll find out well it's certainly not this one i had fun making it though i i I guarantee you that yeah i can't wait to see it um so i i I gotta point out that painting is hard harder i mean it's it's nice but i always painting is hard i knew it was going to be pretty difficult uh, and then I tried it, and it was even harder than I expected it to be. See, like, the thing is, painting is hard if you're trying to do it one way, I think. But when you just kind of, like, let go of it and just let your arms just, like, l- move the paintbrush and just, like, not give a shit, it's way easier, I guess. I think that that's, like, abstract stuff, right? Not even just throwing stuff at the... It's not even abstract. Well, I mean, it can be. Oh, all right. But I, I think it's just, like... When I was making this painting, I really didn't struggle with it as much as I thought I would. Oh, all like, right. I, I didn't do abstract because I had already done that shtick on <laughs> yeah, this we show. Yeah, we did. Recently, too. We, yeah, during our Art Swap episode where we each were assigned to draw to uh, draw a bug, basically. You, you went very abstract with it. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't do that this week, and the requirements were so much broader. I thought, you know what? I may as well give it my all painting something in a literal sense, and just seeing if I can do it. And I was impressed with myself. Valid enough. I, I really liked it, and I honestly, I, I'd, I'd try painting more. Okay. What did you uh, paint it on? Because as you can see, I haven't shown my painting to Alex yet, but I purchased a semi-formal canvas. I see. It's very nice. Yeah. It's like, it's got wood and, it does. and white 
I don't know how to describe it besides canvas. Yeah, it I went a, to Michael's it, and bought a $15 canvas. It's a canvas. Yeah, which uh, <laughs> I, I realized that, like, you really shouldn't buy a canvas unless you know what the hell you're doing because I feel like, I'm just going to be honest, between the canvas and the paint and the brushes, I feel like I wasted a lot of money this week <laughs> because my product was not worth the money I spent. Oh, Mike. I mean, canvases are obviously the traditional form of painting mm-hmm. um unless I've... you're doing it with fingers sure but even then you okay. can you finger paint on a canvas i've i feel like that would be a weird <laughs> that would be a weird use of a canvas no unless it's like van gogh's it. kid i mean like you know every like if you take an art class you use canvas sometimes you even make your own canvas how do you make a canvas i mean make you take you see how um the wood inside the canvas has like these little slits yeah i do they sell them with as just like pieces and you can buy different pieces and make different size canvases and then you can buy canvas sheet cut a size stretch it and then staple it basically what you have here yeah except you do it yourself for a more specific result i guess my question is like What's the benefit of that as opposed to just buying a pre-made canvas? Well, I, the, the whole thing is like, well, first of all, you know, self-built, but also someone might prefer a different, um, what's the word, uh, s- stretchiness, t- thickness. I mean, oh. depending how hard it's stretched, it may be a little more floppy or a little stiffer. Huh, different painters like different things. Okay. And also, like I said, um, you know, they sell very uh, traditional sizes with, you know, any four pieces, you can make a canvas of any size. Mm-hmm. Like you can make like one that's like four inches tall and then 30 inches long. And this for, is, this, you know, whatever. Okay. That's interesting. This is eight and a half by 10. So this is the, the size of exactly one, actually a little bit smaller than one computer paper, I think. Yeah. Eight and a half by 11 is, is the traditional letter yeah, size. Okay. Um, that's, that's very interesting. I did not know that that much went into it. I just went to Michael's and bought the cheapest size. No, dude, yeah. I'm fucking stretching canvases is hard and sometimes I don't really see the point. So yeah. I haven't stretched a canvas since high school. Okay. Well, uh, what did, so did you buy yourself a canvas or stretch yourself a canvas? No, I painted on cardboard. Okay. It's not that thing in the corner, is it? No. Okay. There's a there's a piece of wood in the corner of this room that has that is facing away from me, but I can see it's pink on one side, so it, I thought no, it was going to be it. Mike, that's not cardboard. You it's a piece of wood. It which is a board and I said you cardboard. Could, you could use it as a large card. Why'd you look at that cardboard? That's not it either. Yeah, well that doesn't have paint on it, Alex. Well, for that you know. I that's true. Yeah, All right. The one I have is by my side and it's way smaller than you think. Okay, cool. Well, regardless, this is this is what we did. I, I went formal and tried hard and Alex painted on a cardboard. I don't even think it's like I, I wouldn't even say that. I the thing the thing is, I really like painting on like strange things i guess a cardboard is not that strange a thing to paint on it's just like it gives you so much like texture i think a lot of painting is just the texture of the paints when you're done Mm -hmm. and just i didn't feel like going to michael's and i didn't (laughs) have a canvas so i just had some cardboard i was like i'll just try painting on this and actually turned out very well all right do you want to start or shall i you know i'll start you started the last art swap episode i I sure did again uh you can go to our instagram and our twitter as well and go back to august 2nd 2020 to see a picture of these correct and uh yeah i'll show mine to mike now sounds good right here you go oh it's actually 
That is very small. It's kind of cool. Yeah, Alex. Cute little thingy. Yeah. Alex painted what looks like something that you'd see at like a farmer's market. It, it, it's cardboard, but with some sticks in between it. And you see a chili pepper, an eggplant, and a carrot. Yeah. Uh, right on top of each other. Yeah. Like like I said, it kind of looks like something that you would see at a farmer's market. See, I had the cardboard, and then I kind of just like thought about, hmm, like this kind of like has that sort of, like, old-fashioned yard sale type feeling. And then I started thinking about, like, crops. Mm -hmm. And then I started thinking about, like, doing something lewd. Which So I painted the eggplant first. Oh, hot, yeah. Um, But then I was like, I want to make more vegetables. So <laughs> so you originally were just going to do, I'm just going to paint an eggplant onto a piece of cardboard. <laughs> yeah, and, and I wanted to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. I kind of dig it. I, I, You know what? This is actually really, really nice. Um, it's very calming. What? So what did you see in the background of that guy's Twitch stream that remind you of the farmer's uh, it, market? It wasn't his Twitch stream. In the background of when I was watching the Twitch stream in like my kitchen, mm-hmm. we had eggplant. That's your fucking tie-in? Yes. All right. You know what? You know what? I'll count it. I'll, I'm not going to be It's what made me think of the story this week. All so right. I figured it's good enough. <laughs> or it was either that or I forget about it for another two years. I thought he was like incorporating vegetables into his Twitch stream, in which case I would actually watch. If it was like, <laughs> I, I play Mario Maker, but only I can only push buttons with uh, certain vegetables. I would watch that. Bro, there are, there are streamers like that. Have you ever seen Small Ant? I cannot say I watch any Twitch stream since Twitch plays Pokemon. Dude, he does these absurd speedruns. He actually just became the world record holder at sharpening pencils. That's a world record? Yeah. He speedruns sharpening pencils. He... Like, he found the run, like, just one random day, and then he spent, like, months, like, training. And the actual category is sharpening 10 pencils with uh, without, like, electricity or just, just with your hands. And So what, did he use, like, a knife and then just ran it over? No, he used a sharpener all the way, sharped it all the way down to the bottom, 10 pencils in a row. And I think he, like, got the world record at, like, three and a half minutes. That's insane. His first time was, like, almost an hour. That's, that's... And he just streamed himself practicing? Yeah. I'll, I'll send you the video because it's super interesting. He also I mean, does, why do you... He also does a lot of Mario and Pokemon stuff and also other weird-ass challenges, which I love. I mean, look, I give him honest-to-God credit because making a world record in anything is incredible. Yeah. He's, and... al- he's also, like, huge. And his first attempt, like, sh- showed this category to hundreds of thousands of people, which shot the record down from 30 minutes to four minutes. Wow. In like a few months. Oh, so he, he so hurt he, himself when he, he was He barely doing it. made it. Yeah. Um, so I, first, like I said, I give him credit, um, but this goes to an ongoing conversation that we've had. I cannot believe that people have careers not only based around sharpening 10 pencils in three minutes, but he made money by video streaming himself practicing sharpening all these pencils. Well, he only recorded his actual runs. Oh, now. okay, okay. And also, I mean, that's not the most absurd thing. Mr. Beast, which is probably one of the biggest upcoming YouTubers, um, started out by literally filming himself counting to 200,000. Why would people watch that? I don't know. I, I, he, I've heard he, I've heard the name Mr. Beast. He's the guy that like gives away a billion dollars a day. Yes, right? because he, he made videos, he made money, he spent that money to do weird shit, and he made more money, and he's <laughs> continued that up until he's now insanely wealthy. I mean, it is... I gotta give him credit, because it's like, I'm not gonna watch anything. If, if someone's doing something stupid, I'm not gonna watch it mo- most of the time. But if it's like 
skydiving with only $10,000 bills as a parachute. <laughs> I'm watching that every single time. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh. um, but anyway, back to your painting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 uh, I give you credit. It's very, very clean. Um, I like how you have a couple... So the... Like I said, these look like kind of like emojis almost. Yeah, I actually modeled them off of emojis. Oh, okay. There's this a carrot emoji? Yeah. I oh. didn't have any other reference pictures because I don't have service down here, so I just opened my text app and just typed out the emojis. Why didn't you just like get a carrot? I don't have one. You There's like four supermarkets within walking distance up here. But Mike, that required... I, I had the phone right there. I see your... Pro- oh, you know what? Actually, I see, I see, the, uh, I see the issue. So... <laughs> and again, I started out lewd, so I opened the eggplant emoji. So, okay. So your issue was that, I mean, legitimately, I don't mean to make fun of you, uh, but your your process was, you were like, I want to paint a dick. No, I can't do that. Michael, kill me. I'll paint an eggplant. I would like to paint, uh, paint other vegetables. Where can I get other vegetables? My phone. Yeah. The emojis on delight- my phone. I had a delightful time making that eggplant. <laughs> and usually, when I've painted, it's, it's usually very messy mm-hmm. because I... I have a really hard time, like, making clean lines with paintbrushes. I don't know how people do it. I mean, it, it actually does look really clean. I mean, there aren't really... I guess on the carrot, there's a couple of straight-ish lines. Yeah, the, the I did black outlines for all of the vegetables, and they are... They're as clean as I could get them, and they are not clean. Okay, all right. Well, they're still pretty. They're still pretty damn nice, if you ask me. Thank you. Um, and I also appreciate how you have like little touches of the main color of the vegetable on all around it. Like there's little splatters of red and purple yeah. and orange around the uh, around the vegetables, which, like I said, adds to the uh, farmers market. Yeah, feel. that really helped it. I I feel yeah. I, I really liked how that turned out. And I, again, I was just trying to get the purple off my brush at first. So I was like, "You were, yeah." I was like, "That looks nice." How, how little paint? I mean, we'll, we'll get we'll get to mine in a second. But like, when I was, I had to like have newspapers covering everything. No, no, and I that's where you. I where I like dusted off the the paint brushes. I had washed it and dried it, but it still felt a little bit. So I just brushed it over to see if there was any purple left. And I got like that kind of air softness. Oh, okay. So then I was like, I'll just do that intentionally. And that's what I did. All right, it kind of it's it looks nice. Thank you. I've watched a lot of like uh, videos and streamers of people painting to see different techniques, and mm. I feel like I'm remembering some stuff. Okay, I am not a painter. I don't think I ever will be a painter, but I wanna I wanna genuinely give it a go now. Okay. Um, you put way more effort into this than I did. I mean, what kind dude, of te- what I, kind I painted three fruits. Yeah, I know. Uh, but still. Vegetables. Well, Sorry. you, you, <laughs> ah, damn it. I wish I called you on that. Um, but still you like looked up techniques and stuff. What techniques did you use? I didn't even, I didn't look up techniques just like in my free time in the past. I've watched painters. Oh, all right. Well, that's something. Not to, I mean, I can't like, I don't know. Um, I learned, like, I tried, like, actual, uh, like, blending and stuff. Like, I made, like, some parts of the eggplant, like, lighter green and darker mm-hmm. green and the leaf parts. And I did that everywhere. It works nice. I do not enjoy shading. Um, or I haven't, but I had a pleasant time doing this. And now I'm like, maybe I'll do a whole emoji series because... Just painting I, all the emojis? I don't know. I like how it turned out. I okay? mean, if I'm being honest, that's actually not the worst idea in the world. Like, I mean, there are... Thousands of emojis. Yeah, that would be quite the endeavor. Yeah, but I mean, I give you—I'd give you credit if you did it. 
Um, I probably won't get them all. Yeah. I probably won't get like 10 more. Yeah. I mean, it'd be it'd be a good Instagram project, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. You like, know what? Yeah. Yeah, like making an account. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. I might steal that. I might not. We'll, yeah. we'll see. All right, Mike, you're holding up your painting like you want to show it to me. I, I kind of do because, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to show this to you. And I want you to explain what what you see because I did, despite how this looks, I did try my best. Okay. <laughs> Alex, I want you to say words. <laughs> You're not saying anything, and it's scaring me. I know. Me. I'm. It's it's good. <laughs> it's just. Ouch. No. Ouch. I'm kidding. I felt that through the glass pane we have separating us. Like, oh, stay safe, everyone. Uh, yeah. I'm kidding, obviously. It's just... It's Okay, horrible. it caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting Garfield. Thank, thank you. I was wondering if you would get it, actually. No, I, I knew it was Garfield. Okay. I don't know many other orange cats with, like, the pink nose and the yellow... What is it? Like, the mouth thing? I don't know. Smile? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And, yeah. Is he happy because it's Tuesday? Yeah, you know what? I... I... <laughs> Okay, so as uh, uh, Alex, describe what, what you're actually seeing. Sure, sure. Sorry, sorry. So on the canvas in front of me, it's landscape. There's a painting of Garfield standing on a blue floor? Or is he swimming? You no, know, it, was, it was going to be the beach, and then that turned <laughs> out to be really hard to paint. So I just kind of made it like blue and then lighter, well, lighter blue. blue. <laughs> so it's Garfield on blue yeah. and lighter blue. White uh, background with a calendar in the top left corner that says Tuesday 29. And you signed it in the corner, which is always a good touch. It's something I forgot to do, actually. Yeah, well, Jim Davis did it. Um, so I felt like because I was painting his cat, I should do that, too. Now, Mike, tell me, did you follow a Bob Ross tutorial for this one? What do you think, Alex? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I absolutely did not. Believe it or not, Bob Ross did not spend his life painting cartoonish orange tabbies. And that's kind of a bummer, right? Yeah, it, it kind of is. Like, he should have done one, right? Yeah, you, you'd Just think. to kind of freak everyone out, like, what the hell is he doing? You'd think, but yes. So, I was going to, my original plan, like I said, was to paint Garfield on a beach with a lasagna next to him. But both <laughs> the beach and the lasagna turned out to be really difficult after painting the monstrosity you see before you. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you say what you want. It communicated to me instantly. I knew what it was all right. right at that second. I mean, all right. That's the most important part, I'd say, just like communicating what it is. Yeah, and I wanted to get across the two main points that I think are important to know about Garfield, and that is he is a cat, which we've covered. Mm -hmm. uh, he hates Mondays. And he loves lasagna. And he loves lasagna. So I painted Tuesday because he's happy that he's as far he's as far away from Monday as he can possibly be. Yeah, that's right. And 29th, uh, July 29th is actually National Lasagna Day. So instead of <laughs> so painting lasagna... Holy I, uh, shit, that's the day we're recording this. Yeah, it sure happy, is. Happy National Lasagna Day, Garfield. Yeah, he's. Uh, that's why he's super happy wow, that all comes together mike yeah this is like the garfield's best day yeah it sure is no it's like okay so i want to give you a huge compliment compliment on one thing um before we continue this conversation you were able to give like that like subtext of garfield being happy because it's not monday anymore <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I, you could have easily just like written like him saying i hate mondays yeah i was tempted to 
But this is like as a more... we all know, Garfield is voiced by Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I hate Mondays. Ninety nine percent of the days are Mondays, and I think that's unfair. <laughs> um, fuck, what was I saying? No, but you chose like a more like subtle, like way to show that, and like that I genuinely, I, I really, I do, I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> He's happy because it's yeah. Um. One thing that I learned from this is is twofold. Uh, number one, I didn't realize that you were supposed you're supposed to paint outlines and then fill in. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't think you're supposed to do anything. I mean, the All way right. I did it is paint and then outline. Well, as as you can kind I think of it's see, just different for everyone. As you can kind of see, it's his his left hand is way bigger than his right hand. I see. Yes. And that's that's part of the reason why is because I did not set a size for either of those hands. But I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, there's no correct technique to paint. All right. So well, I don't think you did anything wrong. There's no technically correct one, but we can say when we've seen <laughs> wrong ones. Have you ever seen, like, the Garfield memes where it's like, I'm sorry, John. And then, you know, he turns into a giant monster. Oh, where Garfield is lo- like the Leviathan yeah. monstrosity? <laughs> yeah. I hate and love those comics yeah this kind of gives me a call to those i don't understand why that's a thing between those and like the lasagna cat videos i don't understand why people decide that decided that that garfield was going to be this terrifying monstrosity i don't know either but i'm kind of happy we got here yeah you know what actually actually me too yeah. i gotta give it credit thank you for keeping the memes alive mike in I the mean- most I'm not, ways ever. I'm not embl- I'm not making a meme here. I just painted a cartoon cat. <laughs> don't don't put me in those categories with those geniuses. Bro, a meme's a meme. No this matter how you like it. This is not a meme. This is a cartoon cat. Garfield is a meme. He has transcended memedom. I mean, he's yeah, he's a shitty cartoon. So I guess he is better as a meme. He's a comic. Well, it's true, but he's also a cartoon. Yeah, the cartoon and he's also voiced good. by Bill Murray. He is it's, in both the live action movie. And the cartoon? Or he is it did, just the live action? Did Bill Murray do it in, in the cartoon? I'm going to look that I up. Don't right now. I, I don't know. I know he did it in live action. Which I don't. Why the hell did they do a live action Garfield movie? Because uh, they had the CGI, they had the power. <laughs> and then I, they, 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 they pulled, didn't. They pulled the Jurassic Park where they, they were wondering whether or not they could. They didn't ask if they should. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's. I've never seen it start to finish, but it looked disgusting. That ex- it explains that. that uh, cons- that that ideal kind of explains away a lot of the live action cartoon remakes we got in the in the in the late two thousands. Um, okay, so it looks like he only voiced him for the movie. It doesn't look like he voiced him for the cartoon. Both movies. Uh, Garfield the movie, and it got a sequel because it got fifteen yeah, percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Kitties, Mike. Garfield two, a tale of two kitties, because the first one was so damn good. I don't know. I watched the set. I actually had the second one on DVD, and it was like one of the only ones I had. Uh, like when we used to have the car with like the DVD player, so I've I, I watched it a good amount. I I have to. I did not know there was a Garfield too. It's it's the classic. Like he goes to England, and then he sees, and then he meets like this fancy rich cat that looks exactly like him, and then they switch places. Oh, so it's the Prince and the Pauper, but Garfield yes, style. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Okay, so first I need to I need to point this out to you because I think this is very interesting. So, the first Garfield movie, Garfield the movie, yep. starring Bill Murray, uh, got five out of ten on IMDb, which isn't bad. 20, that's pretty good. Twenty five percent on Metacritic and 
15% on Rotten Tomatoes. Those last two aren't as good. Those are both terrible. And Garfield 2, A Tale of Two Kitties, got again exactly 5 out of 10 on IMDb. <laughs> really? 37% on Metacritic, so they liked it a little bit better. Really? Rotten Tomatoes gave it 11%. So, like, it kind of balances out. This is a controversial movie. I gotta be, <laughs> I, I want to I know. The oh Garfield franchise has a lot of, uh, a lot of debate going next, on. Next week on, on the Weekly Undertaking, which Garfield movie is superior? We're going to watch them both and uh, have a four-hour discussion about it. Don't fucking do that to Stay me. tuned. Because I know you're serious. I am serious. I it's know, already in the bucket. I know you would gladly <laughs> sit down. And watch those shit, those shitty movies back to back, just to torture me. Absolutely, dude. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you, you're the kind of person that will feel pain just so that is the other. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. man. Uh, actually, I probably feel a little nostalgic watching them. Well, yeah, because you were tortured I, watching yeah. these movies. I had seen them both a lot. This is like, first of all, I'm just gonna say it: the Jim Davis cartoon, for some reason, is popular, but it's not that funny. I have I, never seen that one. You've never seen, I mean, the comic strip, whatever. Oh, no, the comic, yeah, I've seen. Oh, yeah. you're talking about the cartoon. No, no I, I, get the, I get the words messy. <laughs> um, I did see, I used to watch in, I think, high school, the Garfield show, which was a CG animated, um, like, a wholly, like, like, you know, like, just, like, CG, like, 3D animation. Mm-hmm. And I knew it was terrible, but it was kind of like my guilty pleasure for a while because it was always <laughs> on at six in the morning, and I was I just wanted something to do before going to school, so I just watch it. That feels like a bad time. No, I mean it's on Netflix if you want to watch it. I really don't. It's not it or good, not. but yeah. it is. It is. I'm gonna watch it later. Why? I, I just want to feel something. What hatred at the existence of this cartoon? Hatred and a little nostalgia. Because again, I think I've seen every episode. <laughs> it wasn't good. It that was says really, so was much really about good. you as a person. Just like this is shit. I'm gonna watch it all, bro. When I have nightmares, I like fucking put on Johnny Test on, on my iPad oh, to help god. me go back to sleep. Oh god, I hated that. I it's loved terrible. that show as a kid. It's ha- it's it's a bad show, mm-hmm. but it makes me feel comfortable and safe. Yeah, I I I get it. I do. I it's get a, it. It is a bad show, but it does. It makes me. It it allows me to sleep when I'm scared. What was the first moment that you watched a show and was just like, that was bad like you recognize that it something that was produced could be horrible by recognizing that a show is bad upon first viewing yeah oh, that's a good question um nothing really comes to mind initially do you have one i mean i think the first one that i saw was it was late in life but this is the first one that i had a visceral reaction of hatred towards. late in life mike you're not even 25 shut up it was cars 2 that was the oh. first one that i saw in theaters because that's the one where like mater becomes a secret agent spy yeah, yeah yeah and it had its funny moments but it was dark as <laughs> hell dude um, like they i kid you not they murdered cars in that movie they did. in painful ways here's the thing though about that i didn't have that experience because i had not seen cars 2 in theaters i had only heard that it was terrible for like a few years Mm -hmm. and then i watched it and i went in knowing that it was terrible and it was okay i mean just when your expectations are so low yeah that when you see it is like "Eh, but like cars 1 is a masterpiece it, it's it, like say what you will about the Cars franchise as a whole, and I will. But Cars One is a genuinely good Pixar movie. 
It's like B-tier Pixar, I'd say. But it's a Pixar movie. So it came like, out in the 2000s in between, like, the rest of their fantastic movies. Yeah, but it's still a damn good movie. It's fine. It's a damn good movie. It's fine. It's great. It's definitely the best of the three. The third one's pretty good, too. Um, uh, the third one was bad. You didn't like it? I hated it. Yeah, it was... That, that was, was the right. first movie that I saw that was that I was genuinely like, this one's for grandpa, not for not for little Timmy. <laughs> because the the plot of that movie is just um Lightning McQueen is old. He still got it. And he needs to figure out how to accept the fact that there is someone else younger and better than him. Yeah, that really is like an old person movie in that's, this time. That's, yeah. It's like, yeah, look, I mean like People can be better than you. Yeah. Please accept this. Oh no! You know what my first, the first one that I saw was what? Again, it was it was a little too late, but it was like middle school where I started watching it. it was Nomeo and Juliet? Oh fuck yeah! That movie was terrible. It was so bad. <laughs> I was watching it the whole time, and I was just like, "Who thought this was a good idea?" Oh, and you're a Shakespeare guy too. I mean, I was it was seventh grade. I wasn't yet. I mean, look, can we just like fully acknowledge? The name of that movie came before anything else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so accurate. <laughs> they were just like, this is a pun. It's not even that good, but we are going to force this shit into and existence. And then 20th Century Fox or whoever funded that movie was like, all right, here's $100 million. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that one was bad. The thing that killed me was that it kept going. They First of all, they made a Nomeo and Juliet 2, which yeah, I don't uh, know if you Sherlock know. Sherlock Gnomes. No, that's a separate movie. Really? They made Romeo and Juliet 2, which I don't know if you were familiar with the ending of Romeo and Juliet. No, yes, I am. It's not exactly a happy ending. And not only that, it doesn't exactly lead up for a sequel. No. <laughs> it's not like they, they don't have any <laughs> loose ends there. Um, and so I forget how Romeo and Juliet I ends. I think one of them breaks and then they fix them. Okay. Well, that makes sense because it's like you can't have gnomes, garden gnomes committing suicide on <laughs> on on a kid's movie. So that, that checks out. But, like, first of all, they made a Nomeo and Juliet 2, which I didn't even bother watching, but now that I'm talking about it, I'm kind of curious. Oh, come on. Now you're 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 berating me for wanting to watch Garfield's show. But, yes, I am. And now you're going to be like, yeah, I'm going to... I'm, 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 I'm going to watch Romeo and Juliet 2. I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to Wikipedia that shit. All right. Um, but yeah, they also made Sherlock Gnomes, which again, I was just like, how, who the fuck is paying for this Apparently shit? Apparently, it's, it's, it's big enough, I guess. Yeah. Um, this episode's about painting, I swear. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mike, what did you learn painting your Garfield um, in your strangely um, like similar colored shirt that you're wearing today? Oh, yeah. I just... Wearing an orange shirt. I'm wearing I'm wearing a shirt that I got an, an Islanders game giveaway. Cool. Um, but yeah, uh, I learned that you should have a plan because painting is harder than free sketching, and even <laughs> that's really hard. Um, I also I meant to bring it over, but I forgot. Do you remember you did make me a uh, make me a painting one time? Yeah, rainbow skeleton, right? Yeah, that's right. I'm surprised you remember. I remember because it. It, it, it hung up in your basement for a little while. It's still up there, actually. Really? Yeah. I, it's, it wasn't good. It was. I mean, it was to me. Clearly. I remember exactly why I painted that, and um, it was a school project. That was why? Yes. I thought it was a reference to the stupid video we made back in the, those I, days. It, it felt like it, so that's why I gave it to you. I was like, this 
looks exactly like this. It, we did a still life of a skeleton, and I chose a position that looked like the thing that you're referencing that I'm going to allude to but not elaborate on because I don't want anyone out there finding our old embarrassing videos. We, we, we're not going to name the thing, but I'm going to explain what it is. All right. We um, essentially, we tried to do a sketch when we were like very, very young and too young. 14. 14. Too young to understand comedy, or maybe we were just very unfunny. Um, but we, I don't know about you, but it feels like this thing, looking back on it, came from the inspiration of Kenny from South Park. Um, because the, sure. the, this entire thing was we did something stupid, but at the end of every episode of this thing, it, my character would not only die, would specifically turn into a skeleton. Yes. Um, and the reason why I think was because we thought that the fact that South Park killed Kenny every single episode and then the next episode just continued without any acknowledgement of the fact that Kenny was even hurt mm -hmm. was the funniest shit in the world. And that's the only joke that we kept going with. No, I think... I, I remember very specifically. I don't know if that was specifically why, mm -hmm. but I do remember that we were coming back from a baseball game and your dad was driving us and we started talking about that and then we came up with the idea in the car with him yeah and then we later decided to do it yeah which i blame my dad for that look um we tried <laughs> we gave it our all we made something we it exists it, it wasn't good um but yes you're right Dude, it does nothing exist. you make at like that age is good in retrospect well i don't know about that they're like teenage like YouTube stars and TikTok stars. I think and a stuff. lot of, I think most people in retrospect will be embarrassed of their younger selves. I, I'm sure in 10 years I'm going to listen back to half the stuff I said on this podcast and just be like, ugh, what was I thinking? 10 years next week for next me. Next week. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, this is, uh, that's so. I, I just remember you giving me that, and like I said, it's still hanging up in my basement. Exactly. So maybe it'll be replaced by, um, what do we want to call this piece? Um, Bad Garfield? I'm sorry, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call it. Maybe, maybe it will be. Maybe it will be uh, replaced by, uh, I'm sorry, Alex. I, I like that, but back to the painting part of that story. Yeah. Um, in, in art class, we were doing a still life of a skeleton, which is where you have a skeleton in the middle of the room, and then you paint it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I chose a pose that was similar to the f way the first skeleton, like the first way you died in the first episode, right. become, became a skeleton. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the, ob the, the, the objective of that project was to use um, like uh, warmer colors in the spots where the light was brightest and cooler colors where it was coolest. So mm. the skeleton looked like a rainbow. Oh, wow. Because the lighter parts were painted with yellow and the darker parts were painted with blue and purple. And wow. then everything in between was filled in by the rest of the rainbow. Look at that. And that was the project. Look so at you. It's like infrared painting. It sure is, dude. Wasn't a great piece, if I remember, but I liked it enough to give it to you. And I, I am still holding on to it, so there you go. I'm glad you like it. I, I want to make you like... An actual piece of art now that I'm proud of. Oh, that's as a gift. so romantic. Yes. Uh, but yeah, this is not so like, these though. These are mine. The, like we said, these uh, these paintings. Uh, both. I'm sorry, Alex. And uh, what's the name of your painting, Alex? Um, locked and loaded. Disgusting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Both. I'm Call sorry. It like Farmers Alex. Market or something. I don't know. Both. I'm sorry, Alex. And Locked and Loaded will be on uh, the Weekly Undertaking Instagram page and Twitter page for your viewing pleasure. If you want to look at just how disgusting mine is and just how 
nice and relaxing Alex's. Yours is just, it brings out so much emotion, though. Yeah, fear mostly. <laughs> Which is such a powerful emotion. All right, let's pick from the bucket. All right. <laughs> Time to pick from the bucket. Time to pick from the bucket now. Hey. All right, we are back. I had to run to the store to get the bucket. Which, by the way, still doesn't have, like, a, a display We, we need to get a stand, yeah. I, I broke the stand if you missed our 99th episode. Right. Uh, um, which was our two-year anniversary, so you better have heard it. And it's also it also comes very full circle, the fact that it's broken now. Yeah. Just just like our just like our friendship. Our lives, yeah. yeah. All right. So let's let's pick from that bucket, Alex. All right. I'm, I'm picking something. Um... Okay, are you ready to hear this one? I am ready to hear this one. It is called Video Game Concept Design. Ooh, what is that about? Not exactly a a roaring title, but these things always change. (laughs) We'll come up with, we do need to come up with a better title for these. We, look, if you see the final results, I I actually come up with clever shit for them. Yeah, I know, but we need to get get that shit sooner. (laughs) Design a concept for a video game. Make some concept concept art and or design a level or two i'm thinking like classic like you know pixel art on graph paper type stuff right or if you're like me and cannot draw just like just some obstacles and stuff because like like the way that um that the original concepts for uh mario were were, were made yes yeah so i don't know speaking of mario um i very much have a love for the the nintendo philosophy design the philosophy of their design. What does that mean? Uh, the way that they make video games is they come up with an idea, a new gameplay mechanic first, hmm. and then they make sure that it's fun and enjoyable, and then they build the game around that. For okay. example, Splatoon. They thought the idea of shooting a- like shooting paint on the ground and then swimming through it was a fun idea, and then from that they came up with the idea of squids... And uh, like you know, like punk rock, like like paint shooter kids, <laughs> like a, like a it's a it's baby's first first person shooter. Yes, but it's actually very intense. Yeah, I know. Um, it, it's Call of Duty, but Nintendo eyes. Yeah. Yes. Fun fact, actually, that was originally they were originally planning to use Mario characters in that, but really? they couldn't find a a reasonable way to make Mario melt and swim through ink. <laughs> so they made the Inklings. I mean, honestly, I, I like that better. I, I got to give them credit for that. Yeah, I'm glad it's a new IP because it's so unique and it is a lot of fun. And, like, they do that with everything. Like, the first level of Super Mario Brothers is so well designed. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally designed for you to jump over the Goomba, accidentally, while you're jumping over it, accidentally hit the question block to make the mushroom come out. And then, if you think it's an obstacle, the block above it will most likely you'll hit it and fall into the mushroom to get a power up and realize, oh, that's a power up. Mm-hmm. So it trains you through gameplay. That's interesting. It is. So obviously, we're not game designers. I don't think we'll be thinking that hard about what we, we won't, design. We won't be that smart. But our goal for this week is to design a new video game co- game concept, and uh, then. You know, put some work into it. Make something interesting, just something that you could say, like, hey, I think this would be cool. I think the just like, I I think you should definitely consider gameplay as well as what it would look like, what genre it might be considered under, um, like what 
like what the build team would be, how long it would be, stuff like that, characters. The issue is that like modern day gaming has evolved so far beyond platformers that this is going to be a bit of a challenge, which is good. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm not saying we have to design platformers. Mm-hmm. I'm saying we could make anything. And while AAA gaming is such a involves so gigantic teams and like obviously you can do a concept for a game like that there's so many indie games out there that are that have exploded and become so popular mm-hmm. like hollow knight which is simply just like a 2d like game that's like just like drawn and it's beautiful and cuphead stuff mm-hmm. like this has so shovel sp- knight you mean no cuphead and Shovel Knight. Sure. Oh yeah, but what was the what was the one you first? Hollow said? Knight. Hollow Knight. That's I've never a different heard of that. game. Okay. It's really fun. All right. It's like a Metroidvania type game, and like stuff like that has small development teams, but just the beauty of the games and like the new mechanics they introduce into these old genres just exploded them in popularity. Okay. So maybe finding like something like that that would be like this is what could help the game stand out from anything else right right that's just stuff to think about yeah obviously uh, neither of us have to go too intense with this but i i'm gonna i'm gonna see what i can do yeah you know? same we'll uh we'll find out and uh this time next week you will have a new episode uh for uh our our uh video game concepts or you're listening to yeah all Enjoy. right. That is uh, the end of this episode of The Weekly Undertaking. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Like we said earlier, we have social media in uh, li- linked in the description uh, on Instagram and Twitter, uh, where if you want, you can view these uh, monstrosities of art. Uh, so so please follow us and uh, see the see the art, but also be uh, notified whenever we post something else ridiculous and stupid. Um, we also have uh, artists that help us out. We have Adam Rudy who does all the music, and Winston Day Jesus, who does the podcast cover art. If you like what you hear and what you see, please give them a like and a follow. Show them some love, because they deserve it. We also have a link in the description below. If you have a suggestion for the uh, next challenge for the Weekly Undertaking, anything stupid and or interesting and or funny that you want us to do, we will make an honest-to-goodness attempt to uh, to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. And if you want to support our podcasts even more, uh, please, well, first of all, leave a rate and review because that really does help. But also please support our sponsor, Audible.com. Use our promo code POSTFUN for a 30-day free trial for any audiobook or audio newspaper or editorial or anything. Uh, there are thousands and thousands of titles on that uh, website for you to listen to. That would be cool of you. Yeah. Um, and I think that is all we have for you today. So thank you again for listening. And until next week, don't forget to challenge yourself. And paint something new. All right. You Simple. know what? You know what? Simple. I give you credit. I give that's that's not always, as horrific as, as years past. There's not they're not always there there's sometimes they're themed to the episode and they're not disgusting. Well, you know what? I give you credit. Anyway, yeah, paint something new. Uh and uh yeah, we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye.